So as we look ahead to the months and maybe years to come of this pandemic, or maybe more specifically, the financial implications of all that's gone into trying to stuff out the pandemic, the lockdowns, the quarantines, the restrictions on businesses, travel, all of the above, we might be dealing with these ramifications for quite some time. And the problem is too many businesses are going to go under because they weren't prepared. Some of them had no clue this could happen. Some of them weren't ever close to being prepared. And it's partly not their fault. Partly it is a changing of the guard where so many of us have to think about online business or at least an online element. But I want to talk to you specifically, the online business owner who already knows that it's important to be online, who already has the benefit of being able to sell even if you can't leave your house what can you do to pandemic-proof your business in 2021 so that you can stay in business long enough to grow if you're new or stay in business even if you're already successful to continue to put food on the table even in an uncertain economic climate? I'm going to share those four ways with you today. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 82 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Honored to spend some time with you today. Whether you are listening on Apple Podcasts or watching on YouTube, I'm pumped to have your ear for a few moments. means a lot. There's a lot of other media you could be consuming today. So, honor to spend some of my day with you. We're going to walk through four practical things you can be doing to ensure that your online business stays around. That's the name of the game. You may want to grow, and I get it, and many of you are growing during this pandemic, but really, at minimum, we just want to stay in business. We just want to stay in it long enough to get through this crazy economic time with a lot of uncertainty. And there's a lot that's out of your control, as we're going to get to in a minute, but there is a lot that's in your control. And that's what we're always focusing on here, right? And this show is what can you control to grow your online business, to be working less in your business, and to be living more and giving more to the things and people you care about. Now, as of when this is being taped, we're near the end of the year. And so some of you haven't started your online business, or you've been just lurking and listening and watching, and you're just waiting for the right time. You're like, oh, Graham, is this the right time to start an online business? You know, we just had a big election and the, the, the pandemic. And yeah, well, it's the best time would have been five years ago, but the next best time is right now. So start it. And to help you start it, I want to give you a four-week step-by-step plan to go from nothing, big old goose egg, I got zero people following me, zero products, to go from nothing to making money in the next four weeks, in the next 30 days. It's super simple. It's my 30-day online income jumpstart. Thousands of you have downloaded this, implemented it. Most of my students are making between $500 and $1,000 when they launch their first paid offering in four weeks. Uh, it's it's about stripped down as focused and laser dialed in as it possibly can be. Bullet points, no paragraphs. I'm not waxing eloquent. It's just bullet points. Do this, then do this. Here's the tools you need. Here's how to pull it off. 
Here's what to offer. Here's how to make it happen. So if you want to get started, if you need that kick in the pants to like just make some money in the next 30 days so then you can begin the process of really growing your business, then download it. It's free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll link to it below. So you can just click on it. And if you're just listening on Apple Podcasts, just navigate to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Pick up your copy and then uh, we can dive in for today's content. So if you have an online business, you're already a step ahead of the game. So many business owners in this pandemic have realized, man, it is a big mistake to only be able to sell in person in my local shop, my local location. Now, I understand some businesses aren't online and can't be online in that sense, right? So I get it. It's not that simple. We can't all just be website information product businesses. But the pandemic and the quarantines, um, the strict lockdowns, and it depends on where you live, what country. And then even like in the United States, it depends on what state you live in. Some states are super strict. And so many of those businesses, I think about my friends in California, maybe you're one of them. So many businesses are fleeing California because of so many reasons. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. I'm oversimplifying, but beyond taxation, which is ridiculous in that state, um, is so many of the government mandated lockdowns and and things that are the um, the imposition the imp- imposition is not a word but government imposing on what the business can and cannot do and the government's trying to protect their people at least that's what they say they're trying to do but we're not going to get into whether it's right or wrong as much as like so many it's, it's affecting businesses they can't even stay open so they're even ha- either having to close or somehow move I mean even online business owners. YouTubers, people who could run their business anywhere that aren't being affected by the quarantine in terms of like lockdowns, they're leaving California. For, I mean, so it's interesting to see how certain countries and states are more heavy-handed than others and how it affects business owners and how they think about, do I want to live here? Can I live here? Can I even sustain my business here? A lot of people, they can't. So it is certainly throwing the world upside down. But if you have an online business and you can still sell, even if you're locked in your home, that's great. You're already a step ahead of everybody else. But when I look down the pipe, I look down 2021 into 2022. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I can't predict it. I'm not going to tell you. I know the future. But it's going to be uncertain for a long time. Um, and so the goal of uncertainty is to stay in the game. You don't have to win the game during a recession or a pandemic. You just have to stay in the game long enough for it to be over because it will be over right? The Great Depression had an end, even though people thought it was never going to end. The Great Recession of 2008, 2009, people thought, oh my gosh, we're never going to recover from this. And then what did we have? The greatest economic boon worldwide ever. So yes, we're going to recover from this. Yes, it's going to get better. The goal then for you is to stay in the game long enough to then reap those rewards. So here are four practical ways as an online business owner not brick and mortar, but online business owner. And if you're brick and mortar and you already have an online component and that's why you're watching this, then this still applies to you. Four ways to pandemic-proof your online business. Ready? Number one, build an email list and focus on building an email list. So important. Not just build an audience on social media, build an email list. Why? Okay, did you pay attention in 2020 to social media? I got off in March of 2020. I've taken a year off. So I haven't seen any of it, but I hear about it, right? It was insane. 
It's been insane. Not only is it insane what people are posting, but so many of these social media platform chief executives, right? Whether it's Twitter, like Jack Dorsey, or it's Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, like any of these guys, they're they're being put under the hot seat in all these Senate hearings for a lot of reasons because of what articles and posts they allow to be on Facebook. And it's really murky. Like what is the role of an, a website in terms of controlling uh, or dictating what content should be on that website? And there's some there's old like laws from 1996 that make it real wide open that you know websites aren't responsible, but then the government wants websites to be responsible and you gotta get rid of that fake news. It got real murky. How is this relevant to your online business? Dude, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, any of them, any of them, they are going to be put under further and further government restriction, regulation, scrutiny, complaints from users. It's going to come from all angles where they're going to have to continue to do what they've been doing, which is messing with the algorithm, deleting posts. I mean, I've heard so many stories of my students who their random posts just getting deleted. One of my buddies' YouTube channel got shut down for no reason. Like the, the bots are just like getting overly sensitive and shutting down what they think is inappropriate or fake news. And then again, who determines that? But we won't go there today. Um, they could pull your stuff at any moment. When you post to their platform, if you build your audience on their platform, again, you are playing in their sandbox. You don't own that audience. You're renting space in someone else's house and building your business in someone else's house. They can kick you out of their house anytime they want for no reason. It can even be an accident. The robots, the algorithm can kick you out. That is a dangerous way to run an online business. If you get most of your leads from Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, even YouTube. I'm on YouTube. That's where I get most of my leads. If you're all about just being on those platforms and that's where you make all your sales and do it through DMs, like consider yourself warned. That is not going to last. You're going to have major ups and downs. One person in one company makes one change and hits one button and one master computer somewhere in Silicon Valley to change the algorithm, and it just now doesn't favor you or people like you or people with your keywords in their businesses, and that audience can't see you anymore, can't find you, you can't find them, you can't connect with them, no one's seeing your post, not 1% of your following seeing what you're posting. You dry up. Your leads dry up. Your sales dry up. That's not a way to run an online business. I've been saying this for years. Do not build your business on social media. Use social media, sure, but for what purpose? To connect, to build trust and rapport, and then get them on your email list. You own your email list. Nobody can take it away from you. Nobody can change an algorithm so that your email list doesn't work anymore. No one can write a law that says, oh, you can't email people anymore. Nobody can set some bot aflame and it just makes your emails disappear. I'm, I'm, it's, it blows my mind how many people still think I'm a crazy person that I talk about email in 2020 and 2021. Email, just if you look at the facts, if you just wanna look at sales number, email marketing is the number one driver of sales online, period. More than organic search, more than paid social media, and more than organic social media. Email marketing. 
So if you just want to make money, you got to have an email list. But I'm not even talking about that. If you just want to have be able to contact any of your audience members, your fans, your customers at any point, do not bank on social media. I don't know what's going to happen in the next 12 months. It's getting dicey if you're building your business to social media. So if you have your email list, you have direct access to warm leads. Even if most of them haven't bought anything, they like you enough to sign up for your email list, to download your free guide, whatever it is. You can control your email list. You can go directly to them, not just to sell, to even just let them know what you're doing. You could be doing a free workshop. You could be, I don't know, you, you could have a book come out. You want them to know about it, so they go buy it. Whatever it is, if you have an email list, you can contact them directly. Not true with social media anytime, because they already control who sees what, but it's going to get real dicey as we move forward through this pandemic, and then all the hyper-political stuff that we've been having in 2020, it's going to bleed into 2021. So build your email list, build it. That's your number one focus. The number one thing you should be doing every day with your, your, your business is growing your email list with relevant, warm leads, okay? Whew, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Number two, number two way to pandemic-proof your business is keep cash reserves. If you're spending all the money that's coming in, whether it's just to pay your bills, and you're like, look, it's great. My bills are $3,000 a month and I'm making $3,000 a month. And so you're just living. Dude, that's not that's not strategic. In general, even in good times, it's not strategic. You're not building wealth. If it's good times and you're, everything that goes in goes out, you know, you're just treading water. You're, you're surviving, which is better than nothing. I'm not going to criticize you for that. But I'm going to say that's not wise because you're never going to build wealth. And you're banking on the fact that your online business will always be putting $3,000 a month into your bank account when you have $3,000 worth of bills or fill in the gap, whatever your number is. Cash reserves are critical in good times. They are especially critical in bad times because what's going to happen is stuff's going to dry up. This fall has been interesting. There's been certain months where I got two online businesses and I'll see one business traffic is fine. The other business traffic goes way down and they can flip-flop. And then even if traffic is up, sales go down and sales come back up. There's so many variables, always has been in good times, but especially in bad times, you're going to have months, string of months maybe, where there's not a lot of sales coming in. How do you survive? Not only how does your business stay in business, because you've got bills, I'm sure we'll get to that in a minute, but how do you keep paying your personal bills when the income and the revenue is not there? Cash reserves, Okay. In business, we call this retained earnings. So, you know, profit comes in, or, you know, revenue comes in, you got to pay your expenses, you have profit, do not spend all your profit. Retain some of those earnings in your savings account for your business for a rainy day. Major companies, major insurance companies like USAA, right? Revenue way up and down this year, super wildly unpredictable. They have a long runway of cash. That's keeping them in business. They haven't had to furlough any employees. They, they were even able to tell all their employees at the beginning of the pandemic, you will not lose your job because of COVID. So this is not going to affect you being able to stay working here. Like the only way you lose your job is if you lost your job for other reasons. But we have money to keep paying you. you know, Bill Gates famously uh, said when he started Microsoft in the early years how conservative he was financially. He wanted a year's worth of payroll for all employees in the bank so that no matter what happened, if they had a bad year or sales didn't kick off or Windows 95 didn't kick butt, you know, they had enough cash to continue to pay all their employees to stay in business for 12 months. It's cash. 
I love that. We've lost that. It's ha- you know, you, this is how human nature is. 2008, the whole economy crashes, no matter where you live, just about. People freak out. They lose their jobs. Why? Because we have no margin in our lives financially. No savings. We're buying houses we can't afford. We're, li- we're spending all our money on stupid crap. And there's no margin. So when we lose our jobs because of a bunch of ripple effects, it's very complicated. It doesn't matter when it comes to you and your home and your family. You lose your job or your retirement savings are cut in half because the stock market goes down, whatever it is, and you have no financial cushion to fall back on, you're screwed. What happens? We have an entire generation of people that their savings rate went way up after the recession, which is good. It's good. It's almost like the Great Depression again. That whole generation of people that lived through the Great Depression were like, forget debt. I'm going to save money. Like my grandparents avoided debt like the plague and saved money. Why? Because they were deeply impacted by the Great Depression. And it's not because they lost a lot of money in the stock market. Did you know that during the the stock market crash of 1929, only 2.5% of Americans owned stocks? So the awful stock market crash didn't affect most Americans because most Americans didn't own stocks back then. But it was the financial ripple effects of the run on the banks and then the banks closing and the cash reserves drying up and then people having to lose jobs because they didn't have money and couldn't pay their employees. It eventually got to Middle Street, you know, Main Street. You got the middle middle class Main Street, right? Wall Street, it only affected 2.5% of people at the time. But all the ripple effects, it always ripples. We're all connected. So you can't control what happens up there. You can control what happens in your own home. And the problem is people are saving money again after the Great Recession, 2008, 2009, which is great. But then we had this booming economy. Up until COVID, it's just been the best, especially in the U.S. I can speak for the U.S. It has been the longest run, longest bull market, I think, in history. It's been amazing. Unemployment at its lowest, wealth at its highest, a really good economic time. Statistically speaking, all classes, everyone in America on the whole doing way better than they ever have. And what happened? People stopped saving money, started to live a little bit more and spend more, which props up the economy as well. Not good for your your home life if you aren't protecting your family. And then COVID happens, right? Here we are, people losing jobs, no money, fall back on cash reserves. We're gonna, and then you're gonna see it. People are starting to save money now. I just read an article today in CNBC that Americans are changing the way they live. They're they're saving more money. They're moving in with each other to save money. This is good, but it's only gonna last. And when things get good again, people are gonna stop doing it. So don't go in those cycles. Always keep cash reserves for your business. Three, keep overhead low. Keep overhead low. This is your expenses for your business. For your life, you should always keep overhead low on the things that don't matter to you. Spend on the things that do matter to you, but be strategic, right? That's one thing you can control, but I'm talking about your business, right? And many of you are at the beginning stages of your online business, and so you don't feel like you have many expenses, but pay attention to your expenses. Keep the ones that are both necessary, but also strategic. So for example, one of the products I talk about all the time, I think it's the only real platform I talk about and endorse here is Kajabi. For the longest time, I had multiple services that I could afford. My email list provider with ConvertKit, you know, lead pages for all my landing pages, um, 
Webinar Jam and EverWebinar for both live and auto webinars. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. Of, of how many tools I had um, that I was spending a few thousand dollars a month cumulatively to run my online business. Totally worth it, making plenty of profit, not a big deal. Um, and I was using Kajabi initially just to sell my products because it was a much better user experience than previous tools I'd used. It's great for online courses, great for web membership sites. I was happy with that. And then I was starting to realize why? Oh, website hosting, really fast website hosting, all that stuff. Why am I paying for all these other things when Kajabi does it? And I already pay for Kajabi. So my, my price doesn't go up whether I'm using all those features or not. So can I get rid of my email list provider? Can I get rid of my landing page provider? Can I get rid of my auto webinar and my webinar software? Can I get rid of my website hosting and just migrate everything to Kajabi? Yeah. I'm saving thousands of dollars a month just by being full Kajabi, as my students say, right? That's a smart move. That keeps my overhead even lower as my profit, my, my revenue increases, so therefore my profit increases. Now, I, I love business expenses in the sense that they're tax deductible, at least in the US. So you're getting a tax break, and I'm in a really high tax bracket, so I get it's like I get everything on sale, like a massive sale when I buy it, whether it's equipment or software. Um, and so I like it for that reason because I get a tax break, but I like it because if it's a tool that helps me put money in my pocket, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of spending money to make money. I'm not cheap when it comes to that. But at the same time, I, in, in a pandemic, you have to be smart. Cut the things that do not add immense value to you and don't put money on the table. So some people, it's different for different people. Like if it were me, I wouldn't cut coaching or things that help me be more strategic in my business because to me, when I've invested money in coaching, I've actually spent, I'm spending more money in coaching now in this pandemic. To, to get more strategic, to grow my business. So I've spent, I'm spending more right now on education coaching than I have in the past five years. But it's gonna be worth it to me because it'll have a direct impact on income. So I wouldn't cut, cut that and I wouldn't cut the tools that allow me to run my online business strategically and effortlessly. So cut what you can, what's a nice to have and keep what is essential. So for me, that's like Kajabi and coaching. Those are the main things. Um, but whatever it is for you, cut it down so your overhead is low so you, you can profit easier. There's plenty of people that are ramping up Facebook ads right now. To me, that's only increasing your overhead, decreasing your profit. But for you, it could be the case that the more you spend on ads, the higher your profit margin is. So if that's true, and it better be true, you better be looking at true profit, not revenue, not sales, true profit. As long as that's true, then that's fine. Keep it up. But look at what you absolutely need to stay profitable. Be lean, be strategic to be profitable. So keep overhead low. It's gonna help sustain you during major dips in revenue. If they haven't already happened to you this year, they're gonna happen in 2021. 100% dips in revenue in 2021. Fourth and final way to pandemic-proof your online business, that is probably the most important, is show up and show your value often. Do not hide. Do not put your head in the sand. And do not go vanilla during this pandemic. Don't play it safe. Don't talk about safe topics. Don't become 
a commodity. What goes what goes out the window when when money's tight for people? Things that they don't need. Or if if you're a commodity, they can buy. There's multiple. There's lots of competition. If you're a commodity, it's hard to make money when people are holding on to their wallets. Be essential. Don't be a commodity. Be essential. How do you become essential? You have to build trust. You have to show up in your people's lives. You have to show up with lots of value regularly, which means at least weekly, in my opinion, if not more, to show to these people that you are absolutely essential to their well-being. Now, this does not mean that your products or your topic have to be an essential business, meaning like, well, yeah, Graham, you're teaching people how to grow their business. That's kind of essential when people need to make money. So that's, but I have a hobbyist business, Graham. Like people don't care about my hobby right now when things are tight. Not true. My other business, The Recording Revolution, has only grown through the pandemic. As quarantines were at their strictest, sales were at their highest for me. Why? Because people are at home, nothing else to do. What do people do when there's nothing else to do and everything's hitting the fan? They either pay for essentials or they pay for escape or they pay for education. I just, look at, look at all three E's. <laughs> they pay for escape or entertainment, they pay for essentials, or they pay for education to invest in themselves. Those are the three E's when things hit the fan that people will always pay for. So you and I may not be like Amazon where we have essential goods and services, so Amazon's crushing, or grocery stores, or gas stations, petroleum, right? Those are essentials. Medical professionals, right? They're going to stay in business in the pandemic because they're an essential. They have an essential product or service that people always need, right? I don't know if I would consider myself essential in that way. Entertainment sales through the roof. More streaming, more watching of content than ever, book sales, you know, all kinds of stuff. Entertainment, because it's escape. People want to escape during a pandemic. I don't sell escape or entertainment, but I sell education. I present education. I help people invest in themselves, even in their hobbies. When people were stuck at home, you know, how many people got into baking? How many people got into music? How many people got into all kinds of hobbies that they, they've never really spent time on because they had the time or they just really wanted to use that hobby, invest in themselves to escape? So those two things could be related. So even selling to musicians who notoriously don't have a ton of money, because I've been one of them, I know what it's like, even selling to musicians during a pandemic, selling information products to help them with their hobby, sales have never been better through the pandemic because people still value that stuff. So I've built trust, I've built value with both of these brands. I'm showing up regularly, I'm showing up often, I'm adding value for free. I'm reminding them, hey, I'm here. I'm essential to you. Maybe it's not an essential product, maybe it's not escape, but it certainly is education and investing in yourself. And I'm here for you. And I'm gonna encourage you. And I'm gonna empower you. And I'm gonna inspire and motivate you and educate you. All these things. You have to push your way in there by consistently showing up. So don't back off. Don't go soft. Talk about the hard things. Talk about what you believe in. Stand for what you believe in. Call out the stuff that you don't believe in, you know, respectfully, but call it out. Be 100% you in this season. Otherwise, you will fade into obscurity and then your, your business is going to fold or it's certainly going to dip. So much you can't control. 
You can't control what your government does. You can't control what the economy does. You can't control what any kind of health crisis, how that plays out. You can't control what your next door neighbor does. But you can control what you do. You can control how you view your online business and you can control where you put your effort and your energy. And I think it's as simple as what I just shared with you. Building an email list is priority number one during this pandemic. Keeping cash reserves, $1 at a time, doesn't matter. Any reserve is better than zero. So don't get overwhelmed if you don't have a year's worth of cash stored up. Just get a month, get a month's worth. Cash reserves, keep your overhead low. Cut what you absolutely don't need. Keep what's essential to you growing your business. That means the tools and I think coaching that are gonna help you succeed in this climate. And then fourth and finally, show up and show your value often to your people. This is the time, and I said this at the very beginning of the pandemic, your people need you more than ever. So show up for them more than you ever have in this season. This is a long game. So it's, it, you know, back when the pandemic first hit, I think people were like, yeah, maybe this is 15 days. I mean, in the US, that's what they're telling us, flatten the curve, 15 days. Maybe it's four weeks. Maybe it's a couple of months of this, right? We had no clue. We know now. We're talking about 2021. This is what we got to do in 2021. We have to plan for this to be a long-term game. So how can we sustainably show up and show value often? Maybe you can't do it every day. I was doing stuff more regularly right when it hit, but I have to have a sustainable business model for my life and my goals. So be sustainable, but be consistent and show up and add a ton of value. Make sense? Question for you. If you had a fifth and final way to pandemic-proof your business, something that's been working for you in the last six months, what is it? Leave me a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. I'd love to know. Share it with the community here. What has helped your business thrive if it's thriving in this season? Let us know. Let's have a conversation. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, take a moment to leave me a review. It really helps me out. But let me know how your business is faring during this economic climate and what else you want to hear on this show as well. I'd love to continue to make content for you. And if you're the person who hasn't launched yet, maybe you were about to launch before the pandemic hit. You're like, Maybe I'll just wait and see. If you've been waiting and seeing for months now and it's not gotten any better and you're like, when am I going to launch my business? The time is now. It's messy. There's no better time than now. So I want to give you that little nudge and I want to tell you exactly what to do to launch in the next 30 days. Even if you've got your website and your YouTube channel and you've started your email list but you haven't sold anything, I can help you in the next 30 days. I have a four-week step-by-step checklist that gets you from nothing to making money in the first 30 days. It works if you work it. It's fun. It's fast. And it'll help you build a framework for a profitable business through 2021 and beyond. So download it for free. It's my 30-day online income jumpstart. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just click the link below here. Pretty easy. Hope you enjoy that. Hope you do it. And once you go do it and you make money in 30 days, come back here, leave me a comment, let me know how you fare. As always, stay healthy and stay safe. Excited for you to pandemic-proof your online business in 2021. I'll see you on another episode real soon. Mm-hmm.